Hey guys, welcome back to the Loosely Outlined Podcast. I'm Zaya J. Hey, I'm the Black Hokage. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm coming in with my goddamn grand entrance. And welcome back to Loosely Outlined once again. I'm TBH. Um, and to be honest, uh, remember to hit the five stars on this podcast if you're on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're available on YouTube video version if you're listening to the audio version at youtube.com slash loosely outline. Follow us on social media. My social media, Twitter, Instagram is at the Black Hokage. How about you? And at Zaya J. Mm, mm, mm. So we're back. We're back with another one. We're going crazy another with one. these podcasts. <laughs> another one. <laughs> <laughs> we're going crazy with these joints. Um, you're out here in sunny Florida yes. once again. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, you were complaining that you were going blind while you were driving. Uh, I forgot my sunglasses. Every right. day that I've been here, I've just left them in my suitcase, and I just can't seem to remember to grab them. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't even matter because I'm leaving tomorrow. So it's <laughs> yeah. I guess my eyes are kind of like used to it, so it was like whatever. But yeah, yeah. Texas got that dry heat, but y'all, you, you see why it's called the Sunshine State now. Yeah, I get it now. What's the name? So since you're out here, I thought it would be kind of fun. So, you know, start start off the podcast kind of lighthearted. It was I'm nice. Little, what, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> so have you heard of the Florida Man Challenge? No, what is that? Oh, Siri. Okay, good. This is even better. Oh, no. you know, get an authentic reaction. Okay. Uh-huh. So the Florida Man Challenge is, uh, first of all, are you familiar with the term Florida Man? No, but if I had to guess, is it like, because I always see in the headlines like, oh, Florida Man tackled an alligator and then like, I don't know. You're onto something. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the term Florida Man is taking on his own life. Um, Basically... Anything associated with a crazy news story involving a Florida man, it always starts with the, the term Florida man. Like, Florida man went to broke into a Walmart and ate a bunch of ass. Like, it's always these crazy <laughs> stories that you hear about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the Florida man challenge is a thing that started on the internet, I heard, like, a year ago. Okay. Where basically you go on Google and you Google your birthday and then you type Florida man afterwards and you see what comes up. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. And this is great because you've never done this before. True. So I want to see a live reaction since we're here in Florida. So I want you to whip your phone out. Have you looked at mine already? No, I didn't. Okay. okay. So so I want you to go on Google on your web browser and search Florida Man July 14th. Uh, while you're doing that, I actually pulled up and looked up mine because I never actually looked up. And it, that's why I was laughing earlier when you were in the oh, bathroom. Okay. I was wondering. I was like, why are you laughing? So the first thing that comes up is my birthday is August 8th. Uh, this happened in 2019. Uh, Florida Man asked Walmart employee... For anything that would kill 200 people. How does that make you feel? What the, f- <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Apparently this man, a Florida man, ran into some trouble with the police on Thursday after reportedly asking a Walmart clerk for anything that would kill 200 people. This is coming a few days after a crazy mass shooting. Like Who who does this? Just walks in the store and does that. Here's another one. Hold up. August. Whoa, it like skipped this website, like skipped my birthday. Oh, no, it's not a website. You can legit just look on Google. Oh, there's like a whole website. Mm. Uh, the, oh, I didn't, I I didn't know that. It. Okay, so what does it say for your birthday? Wait, hold on. Uh, okay, you- it says... Oh... Ew, I don't like mine. I mean, it's not supposed to be good. It's what the Florida crazy Florida man is doing. It's like <clears> Slender Man. It says Florida man arrested for luring robbery victims from dating site. Wait, luring, repeat that, luring robbery? Luring robbery victims from dating site. What? So he was, help. I'm confused, he's helping you? There's what? also, no, like, like you'd match with him on a dating app. 
and then he would rob you. Oh, so there's he's luring a, people via a, a dating site. It's worded weirdly. Yeah, there's also Florida man arrested for calling nine one one a hundred times in one day. Did they say any particular reason why he was doing that? I don't know. Let me see. Uh, it says they arrested him for that. Uh, called ninety eight times. He used two phones to make the calls, and even made calls in front of an officer who responded to the call. I got one. Florida man accused of using Kool-Aid packets to steal nearly $1,000 in Walmart merchandise. How do you do that? Oh, he's like scanning the Kool-Aid instead. Y- yeah. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go buy a PS5 really quick and ring it up as a tomato. That's what, they, apparently that's what they're doing in Florida. So like people all across the internet are just like Googling their birthdays and seeing what comes up is crazy. If you've never funny. done it before, do that with like your friends. Like sit down, look up your birthday and search the word Florida man and you're going to get a good laugh because oh there's literally God. a story. For every day of the week. Um, another crazy Florida story I was reading right before we started recording mm-hmm. was because, uh, you know, they always say that Florida's full of like alligators. As soon as you get here, alligator tries to eat your booty. Have you seen any alligators since you've been here? I have not, but I have been in Florida and seen alligators before. Where were you at? Um, it was at my godfather's house. There was like a little lake in the back. Didn't you say he stayed in Miami? Yeah, he stayed in Miami. Stay in the water. That makes sense. Okay. In Central Florida. Yeah, it was like in the neighborhood and then there was an <laughs> alligator there. Yeah, so there was a story about an alligator in a post office. Uh, he was recently. just trying to pick up his mail. What kind of mail does the alligator get? <laughs> I don't know. Probably um, probably some type of material so that he can, because uh, Donkey Kong's greatest enemy was, what was it, King K. Rule? He was an alligator. So that's probably King K. Rule picking up something to defeat Donkey Kong. Maybe some <laughs> barrels or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. So, yeah, apparently dude walked in the post office and the alligator was just chilling there. And then he was like, uh, and I guess the doors were like, they open automatically. They have sensors on them. I would have been like, I don't have the energy for this today. And just like left. Yeah, I, I don't know what I would have done. I, yeah, you know what? I would just be like, you know what? I think there's another one like maybe five down, Wait. five miles down the road. Let's just go to the other post <laughs> you office. You just like walk into a post office and you're just like, <sighs> and you just turn around you're just I would be I would be especially pissed because imagine you opened a PO box there. Them things cost like a hundred plus dollars a year, and then you you go to pick up a package you've been waiting for, and you can't even get into your PO. Box. What do the workers do? Or was that like after hours? It was like at the beginning. Apparently, this was because uh, you know how like certain sections of the post office is open with like uh, where you can just go to your PO box. Mm-hmm. This was like at like right when it had opened, so there was no staff there. It was just some random man picking something up at like eight in the morning. Wow! Imagine. I feel like no one, like no one, would believe him if he didn't take photos. Yeah, but I, it, it's crazy because if you read the news story, it just made it seem like the the dude basically did what you did. He wasn't really phased, but I guess he's seen a lot of alligators. I guess this doesn't bother people. He's like, oh fuck again, again, bro, and he just like walks out. You you driven down here? People be trying to make it seem like there's alligators all on the street, everywhere in intersections. You seen any? No. See, see. So I don't know. Yo, uh, how do you feel about a? Uh, like traveling though, since you are traveling to Florida, like how do you how do you feel about it? Like you big into it, or you just travel when you have to? I do like traveling. I mean, I wish there was more f- like straight flights out of San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is yo. Know, whenever I go to San Antonio, it is a struggle to find a flight. You got to go to the moon, then you got to go to Jupiter. You got to lay over for six hours after Jupiter, then you hit yeah. Mars, and then you come to San Antonio. Yeah, the San Antonio. Okay, I I know like you talked about it on one of the podcast episodes about like the person next to you smelling like Chipotle and shit. Mm. I I walked into the airport and like I sat down at the gate waiting to get on the plane and there was a lot of weird smells. 
Yeah, like uh, it was nasty. I was like, yuck. Usually, when I fly to San Antonio, I have a layover in Dallas because I think they have the biggest airport in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like, I always like, you can tell who's going to San Antonio by the way they dress, by the way that they smell. You see the fupas, you smell the Chipotle. You get on the plane, it just it's, you got to hold your. Thank God we're wearing masks, so I can smell my own breath. Do I look like I'm going to San Antonio? Um, no, I actually compliment that. I, I remember, remember the first time I had Candace San Antonio, maybe like a month and a half ago or something like that. I had said that to you. I was like, you don't dress like you, you're from San Antonio. So then we got, ended up getting a lot of looks because people could definitely tell I wasn't from there. Yeah. People look at me all the time over there. I'm not even like, even when I dress normally, like if I'm in a t-shirt and jeans, like people stare at me and I just, I have like, I pretend like I have little visors on my eyes. I always like look straight. I don't ever make eye contact with anybody. You dress like you want to be somebody, basically. Uh, versus like I always like I had joked to you that uh, I noticed like why well, like why does every dude have that same haircut? And well, they all have it's like all copy pasted. Describe it. It's like someone put a bowl on their head uh-huh. and then just followed that line. Mm-hmm. They all have like little bangs. They all have like Dora the Explorer bangs. Yeah, then they all have like ripped jeans, a basic t-shirt, and like maybe some Jordans or some uh, Chuck Taylors. And people sag their pants so bad over there. Yeah, it, they 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 don't have the best smell either. But usually, you see, I say Chuck Taylors are probably the most popular shoe I see in San Antonio. Yeah, I mean, there's not really anywhere to go. And then I think um, if you do dress nicer, like people look at you, so maybe that kind of prevents people from dressing a certain way also i feel like and then i feel like women can't dress a certain way because then everybody over there just takes it as an invitation to harass you mm, so why do you feel like san antonio men are so aggressive like though they're nasty they're pervy not obviously not all of them but like a lot of them. a lot of them yeah um i don't know they've act like they've never seen a woman before it's weird yeah i don't i don't understand that is because i've I guess because I hang around men that don't act like that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will say, like, walking around with you, I could tell, like, they were, if I wasn't there, there'd be some dudes that'd probably approach you, like, aggressively. Because, like, there'd be times where, like, I'd spot it. Like, I just didn't say anything, but it's like, I can see how some dudes are, like, looking at you. Uh, and, like, like, they just get, like, that um, look, like, if he wasn't standing there, like, I would make him. No, nah, because I, I, people, like, stare at me aggressively, like, that, too, and then they never come up to me. Uh, you said they pussy? Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's fine. Like, leave me alone. But <laughs> so, like, you don't want a dude giving you uh, a handful of teeth? No. In real life? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. So for me, uh, I love, I love the travel. I think that's one of the reasons I was kind of like sad and depressed with like with COVID because like, yeah, I think I had told you that like behind the scenes that one mm-hmm. of my favorite things like about content creation is like at least like once a month, once every every other month. I would be able to get to travel to like another state, another city, sometimes out of the country on other people's dollar, which we love. Um, and I'd get to go to events, explore the city, try the foods out. And it was like a good, even if it was like for a weekend, it was a nice little mental vacation, getting a, a different vibe, hanging out with different people. But like once COVID hit, like I wasn't able to travel as much. And that was my favorite thing. One of my favorite things about content creation. Um, so like, it's nice that things are starting to open back up, even though motherfuckers are not all vaccinated, but I'm kind of at a point where it's like, all right, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm just going to try to wash my hands to the best of my ability. I'm going to go where I need to go. Yeah. Um, I would like to travel more out of the country because I've been out of the country a few times. So it's kind of given me the bug. Uh, like I would love to go to some African countries like Ethiopia, Nigeria, Morocco, South Africa. I got to try some of the authentic jollof, uh, some of the authentic. Have we have we had Ethiopian food? Did you have Ethiopian food with you in D.C.? Nope. 
We gotta get you right, man. We're just eating a lot of vegan stuff. Mm, like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. My family's like vegan and vegetarian, so we're just going to like places like that. Ethiopian spots that I've been to, they have like vegan and vegetarian options. You might like it. Like oh, okay. I had some fire vegan chicken uh, at this really? Ethiopian spot. It was a hole in the wall. Yeah, like I I don't know what the the fake chicken was made of, but the way they seasoned it, it Probably tasted close soy. to it. it. Was it was really good? Uh, and then it's like vegetables, and they had like the special bread that you eat with. Ooh! Oh, because uh, you grab it like with your hands, right? It's or like, like with the bread. Yeah, it's a I, family experience. I um, I saw that on Instagram. My friend Damien, shout out to Macadamian. He like, he I guess his girlfriend took him to that place, and he is was he, like, he was eating it with his hands. Is he? Is, is that the Damien I met? Yes. He called. He goes by Macadamia online. I think that's his name online. Uh, is he? Uh, I was gonna ask you if he's nutty, but I met him in real life. Not really. <laughs> no, no, he's not super really. cool. I, I like. I always see him and his girlfriend doing stuff, so they're pretty inspiring. Yeah, the Macadamian. Sure, sure. Shout out to Damien. <laughs> he's he's trying to do a lot of stuff in San Antonio. He's so trying like, to be a hope of the city. I I admire him for that because there's not a lot going on. Yeah, but. yeah. There's not. Uh, there was a military base I seen in San Antonio. What was that, Jane? It looked like a like, a, <laughs> like slave plantation. Yeah, it looked a slave plant. Uh, was it Fort Hood Sam or some shit like that? Uh, Fort Sam. Yeah, that shit looked like a slave plantation. Yeah. I was like, keep me away from there. Like literally, I swear to God, they had like some cannons from the eighteen hundreds. They had the old willow trees. Like the the houses were like them tall white ones where like the old white man was standing on top. They still have some of the old ones, but like a lot of the people want to move into the newer ones. Obviously, um, random. But I'm gonna stretch my feet, and you need to blur it why because i don't this you know that like the camera is not going to actually pick up the stench of your toes it's no i'm saying like blur my toes why because people have feet fetishes and i'm not giving this shit for free i don't so you want, just want me to put a big sensor on your feet just blur them okay okay she making me work overtime with look everything. i just you know it's i've gotten a lot of feet pick offers Oh. And I've turned them down. What's so the I'm not about I'm not about to like like make these free. Oh facts. What's the highest bidder you've gotten on the feet picture? Like like maybe like three fifty. Three three thirty five hundred or three hundred and fifty? Three hundred and fifty. A month or just like a flat fee? Just for the picture. Damn. Do they ever tell you what they're gonna do with those pictures? What do you think they're going to do? I don't know. I'm not a fucking creep. No, like, they <laughs> don't tell me. It's my foot's falling asleep. But they don't tell me. Um, I should have been taking those damn. I should have been selling them. Why? Because I need a MacBook. <sighs> I need a MacBook. She's been crying for like the last hour about getting the new I MacBook can't, with the M1 chip. I can't edit. I literally, I cannot edit on my laptop. You saw me trying to edit on my laptop. And even if I put that shit in like one eighth or like one fourth, it's like skipping. The audio doesn't Who's line fault up. Is that? You said you had the option to get a MacBook though. The people at the Microsoft store are very convincing. Oh, what did they say? Well, they were like, oh, well, like, and also I had all Samsung products. So it didn't mm. make sense for me to have, at the time, it didn't make sense for me to have a MacBook. Mm, but you're trying to be in the ecosystem. I'm trying to be in the ecosystem. Yes, sir. Shout I want some Cook. AirPods. Why? So I can connect them to the MacBook. And look rich? And, and my iPhone. Right, right, right. I would, I would like to have the whole ecosystem. I, I have like... I don't know. I have a Surface laptop, so yeah, I have the I have the Apple Watch, and I feel like Ben Ten because I can open my computer with it. Just I've always wanted an Apple Watch, but it's like, it's like, um, okay. So if I want a MacBook, some AirPods, an Apple Watch, 
I'm going to be broke. I don't even think I could sell enough feet pics to buy all that. I mean, the good news is Apple products retain their value. So if you get all those, like if you want to get rid of the watch or the MacBook, whatever, you can still sell it for a decent price on Facebook Marketplace or whatever you use. True. Well, I'm going to be saving up for a while. Yo, bet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what are some places that you want to travel? Mm, I've always, okay, so I've always wanted to go to California. California. Um... The food seems really good over there. I also want to try to go to Italy. It seems very pretty over there. Um, I don't you know. Get fat over there, all that damn pasta and bread. Probably. I don't know. Like, I feel like I've also wanted to go to the UK. Um, I feel like I used to have all this mapped out, and then I just stopped thinking about it whenever COVID happened. Is it weird that I like I'm one of the I feel like I'm one of the few people that's like I have no interest in going to the UK. If you catch me in the UK, it's because like I got like some type of job offer there. Like I I like I I have a reason to be there basically, like shooting content or something like that. But like I've never been like, yo, I want to hop on a plane and go to Britain. Like I don't I don't know. Like I mean, it seems really pretty. It's like I don't know, just from vlogs and stuff that I've seen um, or people posting pictures like in France. Ooh, that looks super pretty over there. Well, France is France. Britain, UK is different. Yeah, I know they're different. Okay, I'm just like sure. naming another place. Oh, okay, I was just making sure you know. I was like, what? No, because <laughs> I, I was thinking about the UK, and then I started thinking about this girl that like posted a picture of her balcony, and she was like in Paris. Mm. And I was like, ooh, yeah, that looks really nice. I remember a story my teacher, one of my teachers told me in high school. She went, she, she said she visited France with her husband, and she said France is not what people think. They see it on... Here you go. I'm boring you. No. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my teacher told the story I was in high school about when she was in France with her husband for like vacation. And she said it wasn't what you thought you think it is. Like you see it on TV and it's like they make it seem like it's just love and roses and everybody's tonguing each other down and eating croissants and shit. And she said that mm. like there are areas like that that are really nice. But then she's like, just make sure you know where you are because like certain parts of night, she said. They were in the train station at night and uh, waiting for the train. And it was a lot of like what she described as like punk rockers, like swinging. <laughs> like you ever seen the movie? The way I imagine it, she didn't say this, but the way I imagined it, you seen the movie The Warriors? Mm -mm. Do you know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. though? Oh, wait. Do you know The Warriors? I, I think I know what you are talking about. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a movie that takes place in the 70s about New York gangs. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like she made it describe it like that. Like, or like um she made it sound like Mad Max, you know Mad Max? Yeah. Yeah, like it was like just gangs everywhere, all in the trains, swinging their chain. What are you doing here, old lady? Just, to this to this day, it's that's always kinda that's what makes me want to go to France. I just want to like, was it really like that or was she just a dramatic Karen is what I want to know. You know, I don't know. Every every city, <laughs> every place got its hoods. It just made me wonder. I was like, was it as bad? Because you know, people be people always swear their hood is the toughest. Man, in my hood is crazy. They be shooting it out. They be drugging. Like, bro, that's in every hood. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like San Antonio hoods. I'm not even getting into that. San Antonio hood was good to us, man. They had a great hair, hair stores. Okay, we have them into the hood. Mm. Uh, my family's from Chicago. Whatever's in San Antonio will not shock me. Trust me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not trying to fuck with anybody over there. Chicago? No, San Antonio. Uh, you're on your way out. Bet, bet, bet. So you said California, Italy. Was there anything else in France? France. Yeah, I'm sure there's other places. Honestly, I haven't thought about it. I used to have like a whole list. Oh, Japan. I really want to go to Japan. I feel like Japan's like the cliche answer. So like I always hate saying that. But like I, I want to go, go for like the Sailor Moon vending machines, the ra the ramen, 
the can like I don't know. There's just the Sailor Moon the Sailor Moon vending machine. What is yeah, that and about? they have like cat cafes and shit. Like I want to go to that. Is is that so? Like I've seen cafes where like they have like llamas and the llamas follow you around as your see. Table that like sounds you. great. So it's like that, but with cats. Yeah, and they have like, lie. raccoons. I think the llama cafe sounds kind of lit because like I'm, I never really hung out with a llama, and then you know Emperor's New Groove. They seem pretty cool. But like a cat, uh, a cat yeah. don't laugh at my dreams. Raccoons. You say coon. Raccoons. Coons. Raccoons. Rocket raccoon. Do they have a rocket raccoon? Yeah. Wait, they have a they have a, a, a raccoon cafe. I think so. In Japan. I don't know if it's in Japan. I saw it somewhere. It might have been Japan. That sounds I gross. I, I, there's like, why they're so cute and they have little hands. They eat trash. They're they trash have little pandas. hands. Unless he has a rocket launcher, they're useless. <laughs> You like rocket raccoons. I know. It's still. Yeah, but I don't know. They have like a lot of stuff over there. And the culture is very interesting. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to have culture shock when I land somewhere. Mm, so go to Arkansas then. Or Kansas. That was a culture shock when I went to school down there. Oh, my Lord. Really? Oh, yeah. I never told you about my, my, my adventures in Arkansas. I mean, I, you kind of talked today about Arkansas. What did I say to you? You mentioned something about Arkansas. We were like passing by something on the highway. Oh yeah, remember that dude was driving really slow on the highway. Like, oh, he was bro, driving he was like driving thirty on the so highway. So slow. Yeah. Oh my god, the speed limit here is fifty. Yeah, that does not exist in Texas. Like minimum speed limit's probably sixty-five. Max is like ninety something. Um, people go hundred on the highway. Like if you're going eighty-five, you're still getting tailgated in Texas. I told you. I guess the reason it's like that is because it's Disney and like there's a lot of different cultures and people meshing. Like I said, that that dude that was driving, he was from Arkansas, and like I went to university down in Arkansas, and like it's just a bunch of one way roads, uh. So like they don't know how to drive down there; they don't have anything down there. Yeah. But in terms of my adventures down there, uh, so yeah, I went to university down there, and they was just that was the first time I had an epiphany of like I appreciated where I was from, uh, like like DC has like its rough sections. Like I've seen a lot of wild shit out there, but like DC has its really nice parts too. Like yeah, but like where I was in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, it was. There was like I'm not even joking. There was one bus in the entire city. Ew. So there was times where I would miss the bus, and if you miss the bus, you have to wait three hours for it to come back around. So like I wouldn't be able to get to class. Like that's how. And then the only store, uh, in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, that was worth going to was a uh, Walmart. There was literally nothing else. So you had a grocery shop, clothes shop, everything, and it was so bad. I thought people were joking. When I first moved down there into my dorm, my roommate told me that like they don't have clubs or anything to do for like the people in mm-hmm. college and the kids around here. So the club is Walmart in, in Pine Bluff. Oh no. So like the guys and the girls used to play booty tag in Walmart. Booty tag? Yeah. What is know? that? You never played hide and go get it? No. What is that? <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy when I was a kid. So like, you know what the word manish means? No. Manish is like what like old black folks call like little boys and girls who are perverted basically it means the same mm. thing it means perverted okay um so like hide and go get it is what little managed boys and girls used to play when we was like kids like the boys and the girls get together of the same age and we'd be like you want to play hide and go get it and the girls would be like yeah you know what I'm saying because like it, it was consensual yeah uh, and it was consensual for the guys and girls and then basically what would happen is the girls would go hide and then the boys would go get it but the thing is it was a spin on tag oh no when you found the girls you get to grab a booty you see oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so like that was hide and go get it but they used to play that in walmart they used to hide they'd be hiding in the aisle eight and then you like get go find her and then i guess you get to take her home if you find her i don't know i didn't play that shit because i didn't what hang the out fuck? that was a yeah. horrible game i would have uh, been hiding in the fucking vents 
<laughs> Nobody could find me. <laughs> How did you get up there? The fucking. The, I'll the fucking figure it out. I'll oh climb the aisle. Oh my god, Zay is Spider Man. Spider Zay. <laughs> Freaking. Um, they used to do. They they was like mad. They lived in their own bubble, like San Antonio, but it was mm-hmm. way worse. Like one of the stories I always tell is there was this kid that was in one of my classes. They used to. They didn't call me Corey. They used to call me DC. Yeah. Uh, because and like all the women loved me because I was from the big city. Uh, so like mm-hmm. there was me. It was another dude from Harlem. They used to love him, and like it was like another dude from Chicago. So they loved all the big city black dudes. Um, and this one dude in one of my classes, he has said he was like, "Hey man," he's like, "Hey DC," he's like, "I was looking it up on Google or whatever." He was like, "Hey bro," he's like, "Did y- y'all got them trains that go underground?" This is exactly how he said it. I'm not even trying to be funny. Really? Like, yeah. Normally I exaggerate, but he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "Y'all got them trains that go underground?" And I was like, "I was like, you mean subways?" And he was, he was like, yeah, like the subway or whatever. I was like, yeah, like everybody rides the subway. And like, mm-hmm. you, you've been there. It's like New York. Yeah, everybody yeah. rides the subway in D.C. Um, he's like, that's crazy, bro. I was like, why? He's like, man, I'd be scared. I could never go underground, bro. I'd be so fucking scared. I remember sitting there looking at him. I'm like, yeah, I got to get out of here, bro. Like, I was scared it, the first time I went in New York in the subway. I don't blame you. It's full of rats and crackheads. I didn't see any rats. I was really wanting to what see rats with Tim's on. What barrel? I don't know. I went from Jersey to New York. Were you in Manhattan? Probably. I don't think I was. No, I don't think I was in the Manhattan. Most, the most popular, and I'm not trying to be funny, the most densely populated borough for rats is Brooklyn. It. I. There's been times where I've been on the train and like rats were literally on the train. And you had to put your feet up like, eee! Hmm. I um I saw a tweet on Twitter where the guy said the rats look like cats and then he posted a picture and it looks so cute. They be dirty. They be grimy. I remember this dude was eating a slice of pizza at the top of the staircase, and this rat walked right past him with a slice of pizza that I guess he found. Dude wasn't even phased by it. I was just like, oh. And then he hopped straight into the um, train track and just, I, went, I guess he went to go feed his family. I respect it because it's Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, bro. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. But yeah, he had asked that type of question. Um... The people down there are ass backwards. Colorism is really big, like in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the South, period. I don't yeah. know how it is in San Antonio, but like I know like in when I was in Georgia, it was kind of big too. But my, my first roommate that I had, he was from Chicago, and he had told me, he was a dark-skinned dude. He was mm. cool. He had said to me, he was like, um, excuse my language, but I'm just quoting him verbatim. Yeah. He said, he's like, I ain't going to hold you, bro. I was like, what? He was like, you don't get a lot of bitches here. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you light-skinned. I'm like, Okay, I was like, because like where I'm from, there's all types of different types of people, mostly black yeah. and Hispanic. But there's we, I was used to seeing different colors, but down south it's much more black and white. Um, and he was like, yeah, he's like, you light skin, he's like, you don't get a lot of bitches. And I'm like, okay, why? He's like, he's like, he, I swear to God, he said this. He said, he said, girls down south got low self esteem, and I'm like, what? And mm. but here's the thing, though, what? I thought he was joking. I thought he was just fucking with me. He was telling the truth. Like wait, what is low? Wait, 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 what does low self esteem have to do with that? Um, I guess he was trying to say like there's a lot, there's a lot more self hatred like in Arkansas. Um, what he was saying is like, you know, brown paper bag test. Like there are certain groups of people that presume fair skinned black people to be more of value. Yeah, yeah. So he was saying women down in Arkansas. I don't even want to say South, but like where I was in Arkansas, he was saying fair skinned fair skinned people were more attractive to people there and from what i saw it was 100 true 
like I had mad women like hitting on me and shit. Really? And I don't even I didn't even talk to anybody. That was the crazy part. They just mm. like, oh, what's your name? Like I'd be sitting in like the the community area where like the TVs, all the students would hang out and shit. Like chicks would always come up and talk, where are you from? And then when they would find out I was from D de- oh, they because you you're like a meal ticket to them. They were, oh, maybe I can make it out of it. And nah. Um, so that was weird having to deal with that. It's interesting. Why? I just I didn't know it was like that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a that's a thing that's that's a, a very prevalent like down south the the dark skin light skin thing. I think I experienced that in high school. What do you mean? Like I I got bullied a lot by um a group of darker skin girls and I never understood why and then my friend told me that that's why. Well, it uh do you know where that comes from like history wise? I feel like I have an idea but I would like you to Explain it to me. Uh, so it stems from the idea that like during slavery, the slave master used to put the darker skinned slaves in the slave field. And no, then the lighter skinned ones were in the house. house pouring the lemonade and making the bed. And shit. They, had a, they were still slaves, but they had a much more comfortable life. So what happened was uh, the darker skinned slaves started to resent the lighter skinned ones, even though they were in the same battle. It wasn't the lighter skinned fault. Yeah. Uh, and then that's still kind of perpetuated in today's media. Uh, a lot of times, fair-skinned women get more opportunities. Um, they have the quote-unquote brown paper bag test and stuff like that. Uh, so, like, there's still a little bit of that out there. I don't even want to say a little bit because it's a lot on social media. I, I, Yeah, I see it a lot on Twitter. Unfortunate. I just, I always say, I always thought Kelly Rowland was more attractive than, than Beyonce. So, I don't, I don't personally be on that bullshit. Yeah. But, I don't know. I see it a lot because there was that show like mixed it, mixish or whatever. Mixish, yeah. Whatever it was called, and then like people were attacking that, and I was like, like I I understood it, and I feel like it's a very like scary conversation to have because mm. people are scared of getting attacked. But it's like I I do believe that people that are lighter do get a lot, maybe a little bit more opportunity, and maybe are considered more attractive friendlier too but it's still like at the end of the day same thing we're kind of still in the same battle get pulled over by the police we're all black and it's also not it's not i wasn't born i didn't yeah. get to control how i was born how i looked so it's like there's no reason to resent a person that's yeah. a fair skin unless they're actually out there spewing hate uh, yeah and um yeah, I don't know. People were really on that show. People were really going in the con- like going in on the comments. Like, I don't know. I as a person that is mixed, I've like I've still experienced a lot of racism. When you're whenever you're talking about the fields and inside the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember one of my old coworkers at my job called me a wench. Do so, you know what that is? Yeah. Okay. And I mean that really hurt my feelings. And then he also like. I remember on my last day of work, I um, he seemed like he was in a bad mood, so like I didn't tell him bye, and then he sent me like this long message saying that I was like I said bye to everybody else and not him, and like I didn't one I didn't say bye to everybody else because I didn't like everybody in that store. Um, also, when I left that day, I wasn't expecting to leave that day. I left in the middle of my shift, but then he like sent me this long message saying that I was like racist and I didn't like black people and stuff. And, like really hurt my feelings because it wasn't true. Um, it wasn't true, but to interrupt your story a little bit, to play devil's advocate, do you have any idea why he would feel that way, or was it just totally him just being hateful? Like, whenever No, he accused a lot of people of being racist, and it's like, 
It's like, bro, I went through a lot of this. Like, I went through a lot of stuff in that store, too. Like, when I had box braids and they were making fun of me. They were calling me Moesha. They were calling me Predator. Like, because I had fucking braids. And and then I remember crying. And then somebody, I didn't complain to HR. But somebody, like, complained to HR. And then they asked me if I wanted to go to HR. And I just, like, I said no. I was like, just let it go. Because I already was getting retaliation because of a sexual harassment case that happened in my store. Like, I was already getting treated badly um so like that whole oh my god that whole job experience was like horrible but it's like see i still experience a lot of that and then growing up mixed i like i always wondered because i wasn't puerto rican enough because i didn't speak spanish and i didn't grow up in puerto rico but then on the other hand i'm not black enough but then in the in the eyes of other people i'm black i've been called the n-word walking down the street like when i was in vegas mm-hmm. so like it's like how do you react to that you know, i didn't know? react i just was like whatever Mm. i've been my ex was um my first ex was lighter skin he was hispanic but people that looked at him he looked white right and like we would get shit all the time and it's like it wasn't even shit from like white people it was i was getting shit from black people too so it was like did those people look at you like you were black do you think that like those i don't know what they thought and then even with my other recent ex um whenever we were at the mall um like a black couple laughed at us so it was like i just he was light too so it was like and then i feel pressure to like if i do date somebody like oh they have to be black or like if i say that i'm dating i remember saying i was dating somebody and then i don't remember who said it but they're like oh i thought your boyfriend was black and i was just like i don't i don't know like i'm still i feel like i'm still navigating a lot of stuff. the relate the race relationship yeah, trying I'm, to figure out your place I yeah, it's like I don't feel like I fit in any specific category, so it's. No, nah, I feel that. Uh, <laughs> freaking that that that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, I kind of <laughs> like went on a tangent there, but it. I mean, nah, but it's your it's 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 your story. Like you know, speak your truth. I'm not mad at it. Uh, I I kind of relate not not the mixed part, but like the not being like black enough part. Like I kind of understand that stuff because like. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. super nerdy, so like you know, I one of there's a one phrase that I heard that uh some of the biggest proponents of like white supremacy are actually black people because they you buy into like those stereotypes, um and it's like in order for us to move forward we got to stop acting like we're a monolith, uh like I'm super nerdy and geeky and now it's cool, now it's cool because like I I'm used successful. to get bullied all the time in school yo, for being, being a nerd. Well, yo, did you hear the joke Childish Gambino said when he was just Donald Glover? He said that like being a nerd in the 90s, a black nerd in the 90s and like the early 2000s is like that shit was like illegal. Like that's really what it was like. Like, oh, you're white. You speak like this way. Now now all my cousins want to hit me up. Oh, how you do this? How you do? Nah, bro. Like, you, you good, bro. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I always have people tell me that I, I talk like a white girl. And I'm just like, what? Uh, I would say you talk like a valley girl in specific, not necessarily yeah. a white girl. Well, I mean, like you say that, but I've had other people tell me that mm-hmm. I, I sound like a white girl. I don't know. It's weird. It's a very touchy subject. I mean, we've seen it in the comments saying that I'm not black. This is true. This is true. So it's, but I already told you, to be fair, you do look more Rican than black. So like they wouldn't have known. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. And then it's like, on the other hand, I don't speak Spanish or anything. So people are like, yeah. I will say, I, I find it all the time. I find it fascinating that people care so much. That's the only thing. But it's, yeah, it's very interesting. And it's like, I can, I feel like I can still talk about my experience because I'm living through that experience, but it's not invalidating anybody else's experience because there's 
I there has been times where I've gone through things and I'm like, and if it's bad, if it's that bad for me, mm. imagine how bad it is for people that are darker than me. Right, 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 right. Like so, I, I can't say that I feel exactly what they feel because I'm not. I'm but not. You feel in some level sh- of empathy. Oh yeah. Mm. But I mean, I just. I like sometimes I go on Twitter and then I'm like reading the comments like under that tweet I was telling you about and then it makes me feel bad and then it's like I didn't do anything like I didn't ask for this either. Wait, what tweet are you talking about? It was uh the mixedish tweet, like um they're talking about the mixedish show and they're okay, like, okay. oh your life is so hard, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. whatever, and I'm just like, uh, well like it makes me feel bad. Yeah, they be killing me with that stuff. Uh, those are people that don't come outside of their bubble and they create these narratives. They walk around with this chip around their their shoulder and it's not to invalidate their experiences because what they go through is real but like i could also argue like those people that sit under the comments and be like oh it's not a problem you're fair skin i'm like well you've never been in a room where you were the only black person and these all white like gaming meetings and shit and you have to be a representative for like your culture me being fair skin does not even matter anymore like so it's like that stuff i feel like that that divide that that hatred people have that that shit's gotta stop uh it's it's unnecessary we gotta build together yeah it's too much. Um, and then start with traveling. You gotta travel more, see more people, interact with more people. Come out. I want to go to Atlanta. You what? was in Atlanta. I want to try crab legs over there. You want to try what? Crab legs. Oh, uh, not you want to go on a crab legs tour now? Like you just want to go everywhere? And... Everywhere. Mm. Man, those crab legs we had. I'd imagine they're pretty good in New Orleans because they're near the water. This is so good today. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that? Yes. Switch it up. Go talk ahead. About talk about it. What happened? Talk about it. So we Juicy finally crab. got crab legs. We we're going to have crab legs in San Antonio, um, but it was, I don't know, some holiday. And um, Just for clarification, though, so they know this is a big deal because she's never had crab legs before. I've I'm, never I'm had getting crab her legs. in touch with her black side more. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we were going to have crab legs in San Antonio. The restaurant that we were going to go to was closed mm-hmm. for holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when I came over here, we were like, okay, we're going to get crab legs. So we went to Juicy Crab. We went to Juicy Crab on International Drive, downtown was, Orlando, Lear Disney. And it's crazy because it we, so almost, we almost didn't get in. It they said it was a sign. It said two hour wait. So I walked up to hours. the sign. So I walked up to the receptionist. It was a sign that said two hour wait. I said, it's a two hour wait. She said, yeah. I said, you know me? She said, oh my God, you're the Hokage. I said, believe it. She said, come on right here. You don't got to wait. Okay. Look at her. Am I lying? I'm about to walk off this podcast. If I'm lying, the recording will shut off. Is it still going? That doesn't work like that. He was like, is there a two-hour wait? And then she's like, yeah. And then she's like, y'all can sit at the bar. And then we sat at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's go with that story. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, so we, we sat down. We were looking at the menu. You know, we were actually going to, like, split one of the things. Yeah, because we didn't know if it was enough, if it would be enough food for uh, one one particular person. But then we asked the waitress, and she was like, oh, I get one of these, and I eat it by myself. And she was a little lady, um, so I was like, we was like, all right, well, we'll, yeah. get our, we'll share a little bit, but we'll get our own separate joints. Yeah, so we got our own separate things. The first thing that I tried was a shrimp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never have I experienced anything that good. Mm. It was up there with that crab cake. Mm. Mm. It was so good, and I turned to you, mm. and I was like, "Bro, 
She did. I was, I was about to cry. I was like, I'm about to cry. I was that that was one of those moments where she she realized she's like, oh wait a minute, I'm definitely black. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> the African American came out of her in juicy crabs. She was like, she would, we we sat there. It took us about an hour to eat our buckets of a uh, crab because it was like crabs, potatoes. I got a sausage, lobster shrimp, in mine. Lobster. It was a yeah. mixture of stuff and seasoning and stuff. And it took us a long time to eat it. And like she didn't talk the majority of the time. We were if we, silent. It was like, if it was, if we was eating for an hour, she wasn't talking for like forty five minutes. We was just silent, enjoying the food, tearing that joint up. Oh my god. It and was, oh my God. We were surrounded by beautiful black people too. It was great. It yeah. felt nice. It felt very nice. That was a that was a great experience. Yeah, it was a lot of ni- beautiful families there and they were all just smiling and having a good time. And we were just sitting at the bar laughing and shit. And she's like, oh, look at you now. You want to go on a world tour for Crab Lick? Fuck yeah. Via- that was so good. I was cracking. Yeah, I um before you because i'm i know i'm gonna forget what i'm gonna say but i was like oh my god like i don't think i could like get the legs like they're all cre- like they're creepy oh. i don't think i could crack them open bro like i was telling him i was like you're probably gonna, i was like you're probably gonna have to crack them open for me and like help me and then as soon as i tasted what it tasted like i was like I'm and the funny thing is i said that was gonna happen before he did we got say there. that was gonna happen she's like oh i just can't do i like just embrace the savagery you got to crack them legs open get this the little cracker or whatever and just suck the meat out that shit it was oh my god she tasted that and turned into a fucking animal bro i've never seen this shit before it was so good <laughs> this video evidence on instagram thank god thank god they gave us bibs too because she she wet her shirt up too Bro, like crab was like flying everywhere and shit. It was, yeah. it was really good. That corn was good. Mm-hmm. Wish I had a time machine. It was exhausting though to eat all that shit because oh, cracking yeah. all the stuff. Yeah, I was tired afterwards. It was a workout, but it's like I didn't feel bloated, but I felt tired just cracking all the legs and shit. That was oh my god, it was so good. It was expensive, but it's, it's worth it because it's an, it's an experience. It's not the typical eating experience. It's, it's it's a whole process behind it, and that's why there was a two hour wait with all the families and stuff like that. Because yeah, because we walked in, time. I was like, it's empty in here. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, why is there a two hour waiting? Because it's it's a whole experience, and they probably don't want to let too many people in because people need time to eat the food, basically. Yeah, you don't want to be rushed eating that. Definitely, yeah. but I enjoyed it. It was really good. I enjoyed it. So and then we Are got you- boba. We did. I was going to ask you, though, are you going to look for, like, crab leg spots in San Antonio now? Probably, yeah. Because, I mean, the fish that we had at Eddie V's, it was good. It's not like you guys don't get fresh fish in the area. Yeah. I just don't know who I would go with. My best friend is vegetarian. Does he? Aaron's vegetarian. Yeah. Does he eat fish, though? No. He's, uh, like, straight vegetarian. Yeah, so he's not pescatarian. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I know you said some some vegetarians do eat fish. Some do. Yeah, yeah but uh, now it's pescatarian. I guess they had a name for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was easier when I was vegan because we would just go to the same places. But now it's like we had to find a mix. What did I tell you? When you with me, you eat good. Yeah. Was- <laughs> oh, my God. Crab cakes from Eddie V's. The crab legs from Juicy Crab. I, I know she eat good with me because... Like a couple weeks ago, like a week ago when we were streaming, she randomly just brought up the food she had at Eddie V's. And now you're <laughs> now you're gonna do it with the crabs as well. You're gonna you be thinking about, about it when you get back to San Antonio. Be like, this motherfucker fire. knows about good food. Yeah, we showing you the black side of the family. What's the uh, but the boba spot? What was the boba spot we went to afterwards? I don't remember. It wasn't that good, huh? It was it was okay. It tasted good, but I like the um the one that we went to yesterday. Uh, Japango. Japango. Did we mention that on another podcast? Japango. I don't know, but if we didn't, 
Japango. Shout out to Japango. <laughs> it's really They're good. They're right next to it. What was the one we went to today? What was that called? I don't remember. It's right across the street from Japango, the rivals. It's but down Japango's the street, better. yeah. But Japango's really good. I got the coconut and taro. And uh, you got the just the taro. Yeah, from the spot we went to today, though, I got the matcha blueberry. It was good. It was just too sweet. If they would have doubted it back on the sweetness, it would have been great. Yeah, I got the taro. It was very sweet. Yeah, it felt like sugar water. Yeah, mine tasted like cereal milk. It was yeah, really good. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really. It was. I mean, it was good, but I. I think I like the Tango one. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta strike that. And they it's had just nice a little cups. bit of business. It doesn't need. It doesn't need too much sugar in it. It was a little too sweet. Yeah. You had to pop a gas X actually before because I popped a gas X right now. Mm. I was walking around. and I had like the top two buttons of my pants mm. open to let my fupa out. So you hitting cycle I was, classes? Week? I was looking at Pelotons on my phone. Mm, you got money, yo. Shorty looking I at Pelotons, don't. MacBooks. Yo, let me get a dollar. I'm like, I'm dreaming about the stuff that I want to buy. So mm, she got you, you know you got money when you're thinking about a Peloton uh subscription. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a Peloton and a MacBook on my Twitch Amazon wish list. Uh, yeah, all the strong, big strong men. What's your debit <laughs> card? What's your Twitch? What's your Twitch? Zaya J. J A E. That's such an expensive wish list item. I don't know, man. It's a lot of big strong men out there. Go ahead, lift your I debit card up. You know, maybe, spoiler. Maybe we can get like a Peloton sponsorship. Uh, I mean, I hope so. Blast too. the fupa off my body. I mean, I've been on my fitness tip. I mean, if anybody out there want to throw the fitness bag, the proper fitness bag, you know what I'm saying? Call my people. You know call my people and call your people. You know what I'm saying? Was that English? I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish I could have like a team be like, yeah, y'all people, your people can call my people. Man, I'm busy and talking like, to my man. I'm just like, you can message me on Instagram. <laughs> 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 I was like, I don't have anybody. They might got a Peloton they want to give away. Just send anybody, me the, um, You got a used Peloton. Maybe I could look on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you would. Uh, it's just a matter. Do models matter like the year or is they all the same? Like, are they like cars? That's a really good question. Any new features on it? We got to look this up. We don't, we're ignorant to Pelotons. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's too bougie for me. I'll tell you this much. You spend $1,000 on a bike and you don't use it. You look hella stupid. Yeah, I need to pedal. I'll probably just pedal and watch TV. Mm. Why don't you get a bike and just... Um, I almost just deep throw my mic. Uh, <laughs> 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 People like listen to the audio like, what the fuck? I was saying, why don't you get a bike and... Uh, you just hear like... A, you just hear... Doo. <laughs> like, hey, what was that? <laughs> yo, editor, get that out. I'm the editor, by the way. I'm just talking. <laughs> 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 fuck what I was about to say. Um... The next thing that I, uh, that I was thinking about, though, was uh, I was reading about homeowning because you were about to buy a home. Mm-hmm. And I was reading an article saying that, like, homeowning is dead. Most people nowadays don't want to own a home in America. Like, the American dream is, is dead. dead. Yeah. Why do you think that is? It's getting ridiculous. In what sense? So, they're, okay, well, one, they're talking about inflation going up, like, 2.4. First, they were like, oh, it's going to go up 2.4%. And then they're like, actually, it's probably going to go up 3.4%, like, for inflation. But then they're keeping everybody at the minimum wage. So it's like people can't even get a livable wage. Things are already going up. The housing market is ridiculous. And I can say like in San Antonio, like people are moving from other states like California and like other places. And a house over here that's $200,000, that's a lot. Like that's a lot in San Antonio. And then people are coming and they're like, oh, that's that's nothing. And then it's like jacking the housing prices up. And then um, like the interest rates are higher. It's crazy because – when I was looking at a house, like I gave them, like I did everything. I did my, like my credit check, everything. I talked to the realtor and like the other people that I needed to talk to. I don't know if I, what it was called. Um, and they were like, okay, this is what you can afford. So they were saying I could get, I think I got like approved for like 250000 which they were saying would be around like $1,600 a month, like after all the fees and stuff. I can't afford $1,600 a month. 
That's more yeah. that's more than one paycheck that I make. Yeah. So I'd be using like a paycheck and a half to pay for my rent like what the fuck like i still you have know, to all pay the california new york type people are like about to get in the comments why got five hundred thousand dollars a oh month my that's, God, that's cheap that's a one bedroom in the projects in yeah. new york <laughs> well a sixteen hundred dollars a month will get you a nice ass place in san antonio mm. and not a lot of people can afford that and then when i was like okay well this is what i actually want to pay a month which is like twelve hundred they're like okay well you need to get a mortgage that's like nine hundred dollars a nine hundred dollar mortgage in san antonio that's is is you're not going to be living in a nice area. <gasps> so I was like, well, why am I going to do that? And then like fuck myself and just be stuck in a house living in a not so great neighborhood and paying still twelve, thirteen hundred dollars because Probably of all of all the shit on top of that. And then the if my pipe explodes, I'm going to have to pay for that at my mom's house. Her foundation is cracking. Tens of thousands of dollars. At my dad's house in his old house, he had like a mudslide in his backyard. $10,000 just to build a retaining wall. I don't have $10,000. If I had a mudslide in my backyard and it was going out into the street, like my neighbors would just have to fucking deal with it because I don't have that money. Can I, so, give, can I give a different perspective too? This is just a theory. I'm not saying it's true. Just putting it out there. But I think another reason why like this article is saying the whole American dream of owning a house is dead is because... I don't like relationships are on the decline. Like oh. people fail to realize a home is for a family and it's not cool to be in a relationship anymore. The entire purpose of a relationship is to build with a partner. It's a bonding contract so mm -hmm. that you can combine resources to get a house. Then one day, if you want to flip that house or keep it in the family, you know, you have some type of money, but everybody mm -hmm. is out for themselves nowadays, man and woman, and everybody's trying to do it by themselves. So there's far fewer people being able to afford a home. Because we're not fucking with one another anymore like that. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a partner, then I'd probably be able to get a house. But you, that's kind of sad that it takes two people where you have to, like, rely. Because back then, like, one person could get a house and still take care of their entire family and everything. Like, before you could just buy a house yeah, on the, your the own. Adjust, yeah, the adjust. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not. It, yeah, it's not adjusted at all. Yeah, the cost of living. This is true. So, and I'm not going to go out and try to find a partner just so I can get a house. Like... I could also argue too. A person was one person was probably able to afford a home back in like the forties and fifties because there were the property value wasn't the same. You know, it, if it was a house in the burbs, it's just a house in the burbs, and what they had maybe a grocery store. Malls didn't really come along until what like the seventies. I think the first mall was maybe like fifty or sixty, but they didn't start mass producing them until like the seventies and eighties. Is like the the golden years of the the mall. So like there wasn't as much stuff to do, but now you have all this tech, all these events going on it raises the value of everything and the amount of money people are making hasn't been adjusted so like it, it's not as simple as like oh one person could just live off of it i think the amount of media the amount of activities and things we do have consumed and the demand for that entertainment has increased the rent in terms of where we live and whatnot i don't think it's just that black and white basically yeah that makes sense so there's this calculator online what you a can, nerd you can put your age <laughs> And how much you make. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it'll tell you what percentile you're in for your age group. I already know what percentile I'm in. The bottom 99. I'm broke. So I'm kind of like weird. Like I do want to share my salary that I make. 
It ain't my business. But I don't know if I can. Like, I don't know if my job will allow me. Are you allowed to just say the percentile? That shouldn't give up information. For, yeah, but it's like, I don't don't make that much. Uh, I don't make that much. And I'm in the the top 78% of my mm. age group, 25-year-olds. I, let's just say it's less than 55,000. And. And that's for San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seventy-eight. Well, seventy-eight percent. Oh, that's in the U.S. The U.S. I thought that was for San Antonio. Yeah. It kind of right. goes back to what I always say: like <laughs> America's really not that great. The money's concentrated in very specific cities and regions. Like, but like once you go to the Midwest and like a lot of down south, there's it's just like coal towns and factories that are all abandoned. There's not really money flooding these areas. So that I guess that kind of does make sense. You never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. No, I I um I told you about how I had some friends that were like in the relationships and they were living together and then they broke up and then they mm. stayed living together because they couldn't afford to live on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nightmare. Oh yeah. Uh, I find with those situations, usually they move in too quickly though. Mm, the specific people that I'm thinking about, they were together for a while. Mm, do you know why they broke up? I'm gonna give like a specific, like a general. Reason it's just a really a lot of fucked up shit happened. Uh, I could tell you after we got gotcha. off the podcast, but it was like some really like fucked up shit. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, never mind. Like no fixing that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're not friends anymore. But yeah, uh, um, yeah. That was like mad petty. Like what? what? <laughs> you just do that. We're not friends anymore. Like what? We're not. Oof. Just you know, just be nice to everybody. I got you. I got you. Um, cicadas are traveling too. Disgusting. Chichikaris. What? Chichikaris. What the fuck is that? Okay, so I was talking to my friend Sko, and um, we were video messaging or video chatting. So we were video chatting. I was in my car. I got out of my car, and I like I just heard like the sounds, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, those things are loud." And then he was like, "What things?" And I was like, "Those bugs." He's like, "What bugs?" And then I was like, I can't remember the names. I was like, it starts with the C. And I was like, Chichikaris? And like, so, that sounds so like now, some type of Mexican lemonade. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they got so, a chichicari? Like, what? Um, yeah, so now we call cicadas chichikaris. Mm. Also, I don't know if I told you that story about how I left my patio door open so Bennett could, you know, spend time on the patio and get some fresh air. Bennett's my dog, by the way. Um, no, you didn't tell me that one. So, yeah. And then... Uh, she. I was like, Bennett, come inside. So then she came inside, and I heard like a like a buzzing sound, like a really loud buzzing sound. And I was like, What the fuck was that? And it was coming from Bennett. And then I just see her with like her tongue out. She's like going like, or whatever. Mm. And um, there was a fucking cicada stuck to her tongue. So yeah, I'll get them in Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. So she had a cicada on her tongue. It was buzzing super loud, and she just spits it on my carpet. I'm freaking out. And um, my neighbor, shout out to my old neighbor. He's really cool. Uh, <laughs> I would always call him to kill bugs for me. Mm. So there was a bug in my apartment. So I called him. It was like 11 o'clock at night. So I like called him. I met him at the mailbox. We walked to my apartment. And then he like picked it up and threw it outside. Yeah. I was crying. I was on the phone. Oh, that was actually a horrible experience. It sounds horrible, the way you describe it. I, no, because I just remembered that You're so about my, it. my ex was like yelling at me on the phone for something. 
Uh, so yeah you weren't really paying attention oh i remember he wanted me to move in with him and i said no it was like a horrible conversation to be having and then ben it just like spits a cicada on the carpet yeah it's a no for me dog uh they're nasty i hate them uh so i I haven't seen them here in florida so i don't think they get them maybe they do i don't know i could be wrong somebody will correct me if i am but i haven't seen them in the landing but in the dmv where i grew up they were like the first of all. The only reason I brought this up is because like some of my friends back in the DC area, mm-hmm. like I see them tweeting and like posting on Instagram. The cicadas are back. I was like, oh yeah. A, I had that epiphany. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm old because they only come around like every like ten or fifteen years. Yeah. And like the last time they were around was when I was in the eighth grade. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, like that shit. I remember that. It, it just brought back memories to when I was in the eighth grade. Uh, those bugs were big and nasty, but I used to love them um, because like they would like be flying everywhere, and then when they would die, they would die and just lay on their back. Like, I remember coming to school and, like, we would pick them up by the wings and throw them at the girls, bro. We used to, that shit would be Ew, lit. I would have hated <laughs> and they would, you. Like, they would, like, scream and shit. That shit was so funny. I would have hated you. Oh, yeah, I was a died. fucking. I tell people all the time, I was a, you, you probably would have hated me when I was younger. Like, 16-year-old me, you would have hated me. I was a fucking prick. Probably. I just stayed home and played Call of Duty and Halo when I was 16. Uh, I used to do, like, like, people think that, like, I just started trolling for, like, the internet. I used to real life troll them. That's why I'm not scared to do it on the internet. I used to do it in real life. I used to fuck with people, like. Because oh like a lot of things, a lot of things bother people, and I never understood why it bothered people. So like I just do it to see get a reaction out of people. Like you know the Joker says, some people like to see the world burn. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Like people will be like, oh you're just hating on that person, or you're like, no, nah, I just legitimately like to see you squirm. Like because it doesn't make sense why it matters to you to me. Uh, I dated a guy like that. Yeah, he would like make people uncomfortable on purpose. Um, was like it, was it cringy? It was like like sometimes if they asked him a question, he would like take too long to answer and just like. <laughs> stare like he would do it on purpose so you'd be like the, like the first date that i went with him he did that to me how old how old was he i was like are you okay how old was he i think it's like 25 25 to 28 nah, see, see i don't do that shit anymore like now i'm like like first of all you would hate me if i did <laughs> it was so uh, the first date i was like i don't like i don't i'll speak my mind like i'm not gonna sit there and be awkward i was like yes like what what right, so, right, right. like mm, this is not a good first date um, and then he told me he liked to do that. So, and I was like, Yeah, I don't. That's that's weird now as an adult. Like, I'm older and like more mature. I'm the type, like, as long as you don't fuck with me, I won't fuck with you. That's kind of like, just leave me alone type shit. I don't fuck with anybody. I think the extent uh, of me like fucking people and uh, fucking with people in middle school and stuff was like prank calling. Oh, you um, used to, what kind of prank calls you used to do? I used to do those. I used to go through the phone book. God, you're old. You used to go to the phone book. What's that? Explain that for the people. For the Gen Z, what's a phone book? It's a book of phone numbers. Mm. Which is also kind of creepy that they just had everybody's first and last names in a book with their phone number. Yeah, especially... (laughs) Well, in the defense of the phone book, if you think about it, creeps and weirdos have always existed, but I think with the rise of the internet, creep and weirdoism is at an all-time high. I think it's promoted a So phone book now would be like... Yeah, it would be bad now, but back then, people... Remember, people back then socialized, so like weirdos weren't as in abundance, I don't think, so it... Yeah. That made sense, um, but it it is what it is. Uh, what were we talking about? I just lost cicadas. My cicadas, cicadas, cicadas. Yeah, we just, just throw them at girls. I used to love that shit. Um, I'd be so mad. And it brought back memories. She'd be okay. Actually, I think it would have been fine because in school I used to like they weren't roaches. Like there are these other types of bugs. They look like roaches. And when I was in private school, I don't know. They're like, I don't know. They had they were weird. I could try to find a picture for you, but. I used to, they look like roaches. I used to stick them on my shirt in private school. Mm. And then I'd walk into the class just to like freak the teacher out. Like I, they would be outside and they just, they just stick to your shirt. Oh no, I used like to do bugs. way worse shit. Yeah, I did, I did stuff like that. It wasn't anything like 
super crazy. Now there was a, I don't know if I told you the story. There was a, uh, my science teacher in seventh grade. I used to hate him because he used to always pick on me because I was lit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like he, he fucked up, right? He told the class one day that, um, he has an allergy to perfumes and and, and colognes. No, you didn't. So one day before class, I walked in and like right before I walked in, I sprayed a whole can of Axe on my body, and then I walked straight up to him. I was like, "Hey, man, how you doing today? Good morning." And he said, <gasps> he ran. He said, "Oh my god!" He said, "You got perfume." On? <laughs> he ran out and threw out. He threw up. There's a trash can like right outside the class, and so he threw That's up, and he never horrible. came back. You were mean. It. I don't regret it. I remember. Uh, Oh yeah, I was I was a fucking prick. I remember there was a theater teacher I had. He had nipple piercings. Uh, I love that always, for him. He used to always wear tight white shirts like Simon Cow, and he used to always make little smart ass remarks to me. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, bro. That was you, allowed. You said what? His nipple piercings with tight shirts were allowed. Yeah. Wow, very interesting. <laughs> and, and I brought it up. I was like, dude, I can see your fucking nipple piercings. Don't tell me what to do. And he got mad. I got kicked out of class for like a month. Like I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't like bad. I was like yeah. fighting, but I was very mischievous. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's funny. But it is what it is. I don't do that shit anymore. I just, I just bother you. That's, that's good. Yeah. No, um, not. I mean, that's not good. It's good that you don't do that anymore. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> freaking. What was I about to say? Oh, this was actually an interesting one. I found this off of TikTok. Ooh, TikTok. Uh, how do you feel about plastic surgery, actually? First, first and foremost. I think people should, if you're deciding to do it, you should do it for you and not for other people. Right. But how do you feel personally about it? Like, would you get plastic surgery? Would you ever consider it? Um, I, I used to think about it a lot. I used to want to get plastic surgery on my nose. Mm. What do you hate about it? Well, I used to always get made fun of for having like a bigger nose. So basically you got made up for being black. Yeah. yeah. So I used to... I used to want to get my nose done. The only things that I've been thinking about lately is maybe getting like lip injections and Botox. What? You always talk about the Botox. Why the lip injection? Um, I just feel like my lips are smaller and I don't have like a defined, like your cubist bone stuff is defined and mine's not. You want some juicy lips? I want some juicy lips. But then it's like at the same time, I'm like, eh, whatever. Like I probably won't do it. Gotcha. I'm scared of needles. Anyways. Yeah. Like, if anything, I might do the Botox. Why do you want Botox? I have, like, this wrinkle in my eyebrow. I'm squinting. You are so extra. You look fine. You are so extra. But, but I mean, it. but it's like, yeah, it's not for anybody else. It's for me. Yeah. As long as you're doing it for yourself. You know you're putting spider venom in your skin, right? Yeah. A lot of people think that. So, the reason that people's faces look crazy with Botox is they keep getting it so Botox isn't really supposed to make you look younger like it can help smooth out wrinkles but what it does is it kind of like freezes your face so let's say I did get Botox in my it eyebrows stops time. I wouldn't be able to go like this it stops time so yeah it's more like I would say like you get it for preventative so like if I got it I wouldn't be able to like squint my eyebrows so how many times how many treatments is enough for you if you were to get it I honestly haven't looked into it enough so and then you can get in your armpits to like stop sweating which is kind of weird because it's like where would the sweat go why would you not want to do what's natural to your body well some people have like really really sweat really really bad like some people have medical conditions where they like sweat a lot uh, so and it 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 can be bad like you know like if you walked if you if you saw somebody like i mean not you specifically but sometimes like if somebody like walked into a store and they're just like drenched in sweat like people are gonna look at you weird and be like look so yeah, like you're using that. It could affect your life. Or like you're sweating, like like that. Or... Yeah, like some people have that. 
for That's real. Crazy. And like I was reading about it and it affects them negatively. I would like, imagine because they, they think you're like a stinky weirdo. Yeah, and you can't help it. It's not your fault. So, I mean, there's things that you can do, like bone dogs. But the ones that, that I've been hearing about lately is like um, BBLs. I was that's I, I had wrote something down about that uh, before we get to that. I was yeah. gonna say me personally, I would never get uh, any type of plastic surgery. I don't really care. It's a uh, you're taking a risk. Yeah, you're taking a risk. Uh, I don't know. I just rather work on myself and just try to be confident with what work with what I got. Deal with the hand that I have. But I'm not mad at anybody that does get it as long as it's like for you. Like whatever, you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I don't think I could date a woman that has had plastic surgery. Um, depending, like if it's like Botox or something like that, I don't care about it. I mean specifically, like if she had a boob job or like her ass done, I I just like natural ass and titties. So like, yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe like the lips, I wouldn't care about that. But even still, like I'd have questions about it. But I don't really like if they're just doing it for themselves. Whatever, I don't really care. But also another thing is like a lot of influencers I've seen. They'll like I've seen a lot of people get called out because they'll get like a no shop or they get their lips done and then they'll say that they've never had plastic surgery. Like it's putting a false narrative out and then that's harmful to like younger women or like younger men. I ain't gonna hold you. I cannot stand the chicks that go get a Brazilian butt lift and then they go to the gym and start doing squats and shit. I mean, you have to maintain it i'm assuming but if they're like in the gym they're like i didn't get a bbl and then they're like i got this at the gym here's the thing though people who actually work out know that if you work out your ass will not look like that if you work out your ass it will lift your ass up and it'll make it a little bit bigger but it's like a firm ass though it's not like soft and like jiggly and shit like that's a bbl and it blows i've dated two women that they did not believe me when I would tell them like, yo, when you lift weights, your ass does not look like that. Like that's that's surgery. They thought that they were gonna look like the Instagram chick. So like what you said is true. I've seen it influences it. women to think that that oh, shit is real. Oh yeah. Well yeah, because then like, what if you are doing squats and you're like, why does my ass look like that? And it's like because you didn't, they didn't get it naturally. But you could tell because their thighs aren't in proportion to their ass. <laughs> I saw it when I was going to like Lifetime Fitness. Queen. I shout out to the Ant booty queens <laughs> when i went to lifetime fitness i saw it a lot mm. like really plastic surgery like faces and it's crazy because chicks who actually do squats they have to be looking nice like it looks good like you just but it takes time you got to put work in i think i think there's a lot of people that have gotten bbls that look really good but at the same time oh, i don't say they didn't look bad. i like i some of them depending on who you go to i've seen a lot of like botched ones like this lady lost a boob and like she was fighting for her life she got an infection because she went to the dominican republic and got a bbl um some people Columbia, travel dominican republic yeah they'd be trying to get discounts and shit but like the lady that did it her page was like legit like she was mm. an actual surgeon it looked very nice like i would have never thought that she would have like gotten botched like that um, that actually pertains. Can I play the clip that I found on Instagram and I, I had wrote it down? I was like, oh, let me. So, like, apparently yeah. doctors are saying that Brazilian butt lifts are the most dangerous, dangerous. procedure that you can get. Hold up. Well, yeah. Dangerous. And also, the thing I was thinking is that the Brazilian butt lift has been around for a long time. Explain the danger. Apparently, you get like infections or something like that. That's what happened to that girl. She got infected. The most dangerous, not only plastic surgery procedure, it's the most dangerous operation there is with the highest fatality rate. Operation I'll tell you period. what. You yeah. take fat from one part of your body, typically the abdomen, you process it, and you inject in the buttock. Sounds easy, right? That sounds weird. I did not, I thought that like, no, they take it. They take the body, the fat out of you, and then they just put it in another place. But he's saying like they're processing it. 
And if you listen to more of the clip, like they're talking about like it can cause infection and it, it's the highest mortality rate. I've never heard of it being processed. And I know that Brazilian butlers have been around for a long time because like he was saying, because I've heard about it before, like a long time ago. But now it's like it's happening more. And then I was seeing TikToks where people were like, you go to the Miami airport and you just see like girls getting like fucking wheelchaired around because they all just got BBLs. Oh, yeah. That's BBL central. <laughs> they're putting it on TikTok and they're like, it just got my BBL and stuff. But at the same time, like younger girls are going to see that and be like, oh, I want a BBL. And they don't know the risks that come along with it. And I felt so fucking bad for that girl that I saw because they talked about her on Twitter. And then I went to her Instagram and like she could have died. Like she had stitches like she lost a boob and then her stitches were all here. Like her ass was messed up like they fucked her up. It like the way they sewed her back like some back alley shit. Yeah, but it, the person that she went to looked legit, and they they just like messed her up, and I feel so bad because it's like now she well she might not even live. I don't I haven't checked back up on it, but like she got a really bad infection. It was eating at her skin. She had bacteria that was like eating her skin. So you want to hear the crazy part about all this is hmm. why do you why would take a guess why do you feel like most women are getting these BBLs? They feel like they have to compete, and there's like these huge pressure. Yeah, but it's like at the same time, like men do also put that narrative out. No. Yes. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me, let me, let me, <laughs> let me interject on that one. So most men will fuck a chick with a BBL, but like if you notice, like a lot of those chicks on Instagram, you notice they don't. Most of them don't be having rings. They don't be getting married. Dudes don't. Most dudes will not marry a chick like that because they know that girl like that is just for fun. She's usually for the streets. Um, she doesn't have any type of wifely, um. What's the word I'm looking for? But like, she's just a fun time. I think that I'm a great person. I could get a BBL, and that just like automatically makes someone not but want people me. People are gonna assume that about you, unfortunately, because like you said, like Miami is the airport is full of those people, and usually those chicks are just not all of them, but usually are just looking for a good time. So they usually get used up by rappers. So like, and if your end game is to be happy and build a family, it's a counterproductive thing to do. I don't know. I just. I feel like social media puts a lot of pressure on looking a certain way. And then I see a lot of guys that like they talk like online, they talk about liking girls like that. And then that's why for a while I was like, I don't feel pretty. And like guys look at me and they just think I'm cute. They don't think I'm like sexy or like womanly. But and high quality productive men aren't super vocal on the internet. That's the thing. And I think I feel like a lot of chicks they 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 measure relationships and like success by like what celebrities do but like you're totally dismissing what average people do basically can you blame them when it's being shoved in their face all day it's it's yeah i get it it's the algorithm shoving in your face but it's still your option to and um, then magazines it's it's still your option to to actually look at the stuff um who reads magazines what before i mean before like social media was super huge so like growing up like i'd see women on magazines i never felt pretty growing up mm. ever so like i was like damn i wish i was skinny or i oh, damn i wish i was white what so you- it was like oh that was another thing but, like what? white is like a beauty standard or not even just white like lighter skin tones are the beauty standard also right so like growing up i was like oh shit and that's why you see people bleaching their skin that's why you see 
all this stuff because they're trying to attain something that's not attainable. Half of this shit is photoshopped. Half of it's not real. Yeah. And then, like, young girls are seeing this, too. And, like, they're just... Like, at the end of the day, like, do what makes you happy. If you're... I'm saying, like, if you want to do it for you, then good. But don't do it for social media. Don't do it for anybody else but yourself because at the end of the day, you still might not be happy. Just, yeah, make sure you're doing it for yourself because, like, what... You got to ask yourself, what is the end game? Um, Because I'm telling you right now, most dudes, like, they're just going to look at you for, like, a fun time. If your goal is to have a traditional family and grow old with somebody... Uh, that's usually not gonna net you what you want. You're gonna you're gonna attract like the rappers, the playboys, the guys with the money and stuff like that. And then also, I'm also curious to see what these women will look like in 30, 40 years. Uh, when when your skin starts to deteriorate and, and then you got the BBL, like, do they have to get surgery to get that removed or like? Do you see that video? It was I can't remember her name. She's a singer. It was, she was on Instagram Live, and she was, like, dancing around, and, like, her butt implant, like, fell. Like, it was in her butt, but it, like, moved. So, not to get, well, we're going to get TMI. That's another reason I probably would never fuck with a chick like that heavily with, like, a BBL or, like, any type of ass enhancements or something like that. Like, I have that fear where, like, because I'm not going to lie, I like to hit it from the back. Like, I, like, don't look at me like that. We're adults. Like, I have the I just fear. wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> Come on, bro. Real shit. Like I, I had the fear that like I'm hitting that joint from the back, bloop, 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 and then like her ass like explodes. Oh, it's K Michelle. Oh, you know I seen yo, I seen it like her procedures look. She looks, and you know it's crazy. She's only like in her early thirties. She looks crazy, bro. Did you see it? Like her ass exploded or something? No, look, look, watch. Uh, what's wrong with her? You didn't see it. No, what what happened? It's kind of blurry. The video is blurry. Like her face looks completely different than what you're thinking. Oh yeah, it's like falling apart. Yeah, yeah. See, like what's the long term ramifications of that shit in terms of health? Um, also, I don't know. also when you take the fat out of your stomach and you put it in your ass, your waist looks thinner, but you're not healthy. You still have diabetes. <laughs> um, I saw a tweet like that. This girl was like talking about. I think she had a stroke, or mm. she, uh, she's 25, had a stroke. She said that she was like super skinny. Yeah. She would have never thought that she needed to like. I don't know. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. That's a she had, and then other people were talking about how they like had high cholesterol and they're skinny and shit. Mm-hmm. And that, and if you have those constant surgeries, it'll fool you into thinking you're healthy because physically you look like it, but your insides are like black. They're like tar because you're eating all that sugar, all the sodium. Um, trying to because you have to put on weight to even get one of those, don't you? What? Uh, BBL. If you're not already, like, I think fat. so. Yeah, you yeah, have to be like, a certain yeah. weight. Yeah, it's like that shit crazy. Like I don't know. I'm curious. I'd to be see scared. It. Have y'all seen liposuction? That shit looks scary. They're yeah, like, yeah, they literally like, they put a vacuum up your ass like, and shit. They're vacuuming your stomach. Like, <laughs> they hit you. They hit your stomach with the Gok Gok nine thousand. Like, yeah, that yeah. shit looks scary. They look rough too. They're like, yeah. Oh, I saw a girl get chin liposuction. I wanted to scream. What? It was the same thing. So, There's yeah. fat in your chin. Say so, like you're here. You're. Oh, okay. Like yeah, uh, okay, your okay. Double, where your double chin grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so you know how they they have like that long like suction needle thingy, and they're like mm-hmm. sucking your stomach. They did the same shit to her face, and they were like just, and her head was just like moving, like, and they're just like, and I was like, ah, they put that shit on TikTok. I'm like, damn, I need a fucking trigger warning or something. Yeah, that's that's. that's I'm grossest. scared. Like, I don't want to die. You know, you know the crazy part about like liposuction, right, and like BBLs and shit like that. If you get one of those surgeries, bare minimum, your ass is gonna be laying in the bed for like. 
in a wheelchair for like at least three months, three to six months. Oh, to heal. I saw a girl get these two girls are best friends. They got BBLs together and they were like in the back of the car, like laying on their stomachs. Like they put the seats down. And it takes on average like at least three to six months to heal. Uh, yeah. And you know, you know what else you could do in that three to six months? Get into shape. It literally took me two months you to could, get back in into shape. In that three to six months, you could take your stimulus check. Okay, go talk to me. You can buy a gym. Talk to an me. entire gym with your six hundred dollars. It's an entire gym. But peep this. Why not? Why not just take some of that money, buy a piece of the ocean, and then lease the ocean out to a crab? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> wait, 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 That's fourteen hundred dollars a month. Easy. Why not build a gym in the ocean? Mm. Had the crabs lift weights. No, Larry the Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. Just like the ocean. <laughs> bro. Yo, rate this shit bro. five stars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> rate this shit five stars, yo. You know, it's funny. Somebody's right now just rolling their eyes, right? Like, what the oh, fuck yeah. are they talking about, bro? We can talk about anything we want on this podcast. Because it's loosely outlined. Um, I seen a video on TikTok. I wanted to ask you how you felt about it. Um, girl was saying that sometimes... Um, girls that have like a good guy friend she says that she doesn't like him but then she won't allow her girl best friend or friend to talk to that guy that likes him why do you think chicks do that hmm i can't speak for other people but i could see how it would become like a conflict if they like let's say i had a best friend and i had a guy friend and they started dating and then they broke up and it was like messy then you're like caught in the middle of that I could see how that would be a problem, um, but I also could see how people would be like petty or toxic and just like want them for themselves, even though they don't want them. Yeah, the video was insinu- insinu- insinuating more that most females, um, they don't want them to talk to that guy because they just want to keep you from being like happy. Basically, that's the kind of the vibe I got from the video. It was more nefarious. I could see that also. I mean, personally, me, I wouldn't do that. <sighs> so you're not a cock blocker. No. Good. Good. But I mean, I think you have to trust your friend. I, I think we had like a, a similar conversation because everybody thinks we're dating. But um, like, let's say we had because I've thought about it before and I, we've talked about this. Like if there was a girl that you started dating, like would it get in the way of our friendship? Yeah. I'm never going to block you from your happiness. Like at the end of the day, I, I want you to be happy. But also like I don't want someone to try to come in between us either. But then it's up to me to just like trust you to have good judgment and not let somebody like come in between us or that because i've seen a lot of people like that too they're very insecure yeah like they like, don't want you having a girl best friend yeah motherfuckers, like, uh they get a girlfriend or a boyfriend and they disappear on everybody i have a lot of friends that have done that to me <laughs> how did that make you feel bad and then, yeah. then when they break up that's when they come back around girl you never believe what happened and be like, like, wow, oh, what happened you wasn't shit uh, oh my god i could have been told you that but yeah i've it's it's happened i feel like i feel like that's like a more of a woman thing because i don't really see that on the guy side of things like stop the only, talking yeah mm-hmm. the, the only thing that like i feel like for guys as a rule is like if I fuck with a chick and I'm no longer fucking with her. Like, if that's my boy, you can't be fucking with her either. Like, I mean, why would you want to? Like, what if it gets serious? Like, 
Like, let's say I dated somebody and then I have a girlfriend that d- dated them. What if it comes more serious? Like, I don't want to be seeing him. Motherfuckers are simps. They be down bad. I don't want to see him. Why do I want to see him? Yeah, you He's an ex for him. a reason. But you, you'd be surprised. Like, some dudes would be down bad. And it's always, like, the dudes that be closest to you. They be trying to come after your girl. So, like, yeah, like, that's broken. Then they code. have no respect for you then. Oh, yeah. And then oh, you yeah. shouldn't be friends with somebody like that. Absolutely. Because there's a million other bitches. I mean, sorry. There's a million other women out right, there. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, yeah. People, people are crazy. People are crazy. Um, I don't have nothing else to talk about. Uh, we did get a few questions. I don't know if you want to answer them or not. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Just a few. I wrote them down. Um, Jamil said, "Is there anything your parents taught you that you would pass down to your friends?" Anything that my parents taught me that I would. Oh, my, I want to know my friends. To so my friends. Kids, kids. Okay, I was Pass like. down to your kids. Mm, I feel like there is a lot of things that my mom was right about. Such as. Mm, I think the biggest takeaway is that, like, I mean, I guess in high school and growing up, it felt like th- certain things that happened felt like the end of the world. And it like, wasn't that deep. It wasn't that deep. And I think about it, like, I think back on it, and I'm like, it wasn't even that deep. The sun came out the next day. Yeah, and that was probably, like, the biggest thing that my mom would tell me is, like, it's going to be fine. Like, it feels like a lot now, but it's, she's like, you're going to grow up, and you're going to realize that it wasn't that big of a deal. Or, like, are you going to get out of high school and realize how, like, insignificant high school is and, you know. So, and that people come and go. You don't have to hang on to someone if it's toxic. Just let it be. Sometimes it's not even that deep, though, too, like with the people come and go stuff. I feel like like someone could be in your life to like teach you a lesson and then like they exit your life. But it's not even like on some malicious shit. Like they could just, I don't know, they got a job in another town or they went to school. Like, like but yeah. people get real emotional like about that person leaving. But that person could have just been in your life for that particular season to teach you something. Yeah, some people are not meant to be in your life forever. And it's then- a lesson. Usually, for for the most part, like, the people that have left my life or things that have changed, it's always come out better than it was before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a couple times you, like, you left my life, but we always come back together, though. <laughs> Forget, um, I don't think my, only one I can think of is, like, my dad used to always tell me as a kid that friends were overrated, and I didn't understand that as, like, a kid. Yeah. Um, and if you take that in a real literal stance, stance, a real, a real oh, I can't talk. A little uh, stand like you, it's not. He's not saying that you shouldn't have any friends, but like having lots of friends is what he meant. Uh, it's a lot to keep up with. It's a lot to keep up with. More money, more problems. More friends, more problems. Um, not everybody's loyal. Not everybody's built the same as you. I was about to say like, there's people that in moments that I needed them, they weren't there. Absolutely. So it's like, but then they want you to be there. Right? And sometimes it's the people that like you thought you were closest to yeah that'd be the most distant when it's when it's when shit hits the fan and then like i find some of the people that i would i thought i was least closest to that are that listen to my problems the most that's what happened with me and my best friend now mm. so you know yeah that's the only one i can think of and then um hard work always beats talent that that's always been like a thing that was taught to me um you can have all the talent in the world but if you don't show up who cares yeah there's always somebody producing yeah. Uh, so you need to keep up. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm tired too. Me too. 
Um, so next question. <laughs> it comes from Carl. And he says, did you get pushback from family about uh, when you started doing content creation? Did you get pushback? Yeah. Dude, what kind of pushback? From like everyone. There's only been like a few people in my life that hyped me up. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, my mom wasn't super on board either. She thought I was like wasting my time. And I'm like, and then I would tell her, I'd be like, oh, well, like Corey did this and then Corey did that. And then I would get like, well, that's Corey. Like that doesn't happen to everybody. Like, you know, that how do you know it's going to happen to you? And I'm just like, well, I, I'm not going to know unless I try. Like, right, 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 right. Um, like, I can't predict the future. Like, how am I going to know? The only way for me to find out is by trying and doing it. So, yeah. And I've gotten pushback from my exes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I told you about my most recent ex who would, like, I don't know, like, talking about him that much. But he would give me shit all the time for stream, like for streaming. And he would call me while I was streaming mm-hmm. and, like, get mad at me and, like, say, like, really horrible things to me about me, like, being a whore and stuff. And mm. I've never, like, like, I always dress this way. But it's, like, even if I wanted to, like, wear low-cut shirts and stuff on stream, that's not a problem either. Um, and then next before that, like, he didn't want me streaming either, which is why I took, like, a four-year break from streaming. Mm. is because he gave me so much shit all of the time for streaming. And then he was trying to stream, too. And, like, he would get mad that I'd get more people following or... He's a loser. That kind of thing. So yeah, I got a lot of pushback. People, a lot. There's a lot of people that don't want to see you succeed. Absolutely, and and you, it's weird. You get one time to tell me what I can't do. They want you to do good, but once you start doing better than them, is when they start getting, when they start having a problem. Yeah. And that's not that's nothing that you're doing. That's literally them and like their insecurity. What did you you said on a previous episode we recorded something that uh, I guess your life coach said if. Uh, if you have goals and then you don't feel like they're supporting, just don't just don't just say don't them. don't tell them. Yeah, 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 like the same thing applies in this situation, uh, especially I, I think especially for the content creation thing, because like to give a different perspective, when I first started, like the way your mother or anybody in your life approaches you about content creation is not as much as understandable because uh, if it only takes but a quick Google to search to see that there's so many successful people in this field, it's an actual business now. Um, yeah. versus when I first came in the game, there was no money involved. I literally was just making money. I was just making move. I was making videos for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so like now that I'm older and from a perspective, I can look at, I can understand why my parents would ask me, when am I going back to school? Why are you doing that? I understand it from my mom's side. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, your parents want you to do good. Yeah. yeah they she want wanted you to me do to good. go to school and stuff. But then on the friend side, I didn't understand because, like, your friends are supposed to hype you up. Yeah, your friends should know. Your friend, you feel like your friends, they're more in tune with things. They should have known better. You'd think they would just hype you up. But, like, from, like, a when I first came in the game, like, there wasn't any money. So, like, I can understand their perspective now. That's one of the reasons one of my relationships didn't work with one of my exes because she never supported me. And granted, she was 28 and I was 20. So, like, she was ready to be, like, settled down and shit like that. And she didn't. She's like, what is this YouTube shit? Like, what are you talking about playing games and all this stuff? So, like, that's why I don't try to speak bad about her because now that I'm older, I understand. But now, like, the person that answered that question, like, especially, like, your friends, they should be in tune with what's going on. And if they don't, like, it don't take but a quick Google search. If they don't have time to do that and, like, support you, then, like, just stop telling people this shit and just focus on trying to become a better content creator. That's the only thing I can say. Like, it sucks. Uh, Yeah, and don't let other people shit on your dreams. Do it anyways and like cut those people out. Yeah. There's more people that will support what you're doing. Yeah. Uh somebody actually asked a question too that was similar. Uh he said, Why does it seem 
that when I'm trying to change for the better, my environment seems to fight me back. Ooh. You like that? Yeah. I, I think that. again. Oh, go ahead. My bad. Oh, no, you go first. I was going to say um, everything, everything, any type of forward movement is going to give you resistance. So, like, if you go swimming, the water's resisting you. When you lift weights, it's literally called resistance training. The, the weight's resisting you. But when you do either of those activities, you become stronger for it. Mm-hmm. Like, in order to become strong, you have to adverse to any type of resistance. So, the reason your environment is resisting you is because you're trying to become stronger. Uh, they never did that. And it's going to try to hold you back. So kind of look at it that way. Look at it as almost like a physical growth. It's normal. Charge it to the game. Your story is not original. It's not unique. That's not the downplay how you feel. But it's completely normal that your environment is going to resist you because you're trying to make it out. So therefore, it's trying to hold you back. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. Like the ocean. Like the ocean. Let's get it. Crab cakes. Crab cakes. Yeah. yeah. That's where the crab cakes I, uh... are. Yeah, I think it does. I think it does tie into that same question, like the people that you have in your environment too. Like people want to see you doing good, but not better than them. Mm. So, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, nothing good comes easy. Yeah, um, but you know what is easy? Hitting the like button on the video version at youtube.com slash lose the outline. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please remember to hit the like button and rate this show five stars. Are you tired of talking? One like equals one crab leg. Are you, are you tired of talking? <laughs> I'm tired of talking. Because <laughs> I'm tired of talking. I'm tired bro. of talking. I guess we'll see you on the next episode, episode of, of Loosely Outline. That part was definitely Loosely Outline. Yeah, got the loose booty. <laughs> Not that. No loose booties over here. Mm. So when are we opening that crab gym underwater? Be quiet.